Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is November 13th. We are getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the new year. Hope your weekend was great as we start this week, Friday. Uh, we ended up on a positive note on Friday. We'll talk about that and more. Uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds, before we do, though, let's not forget that uh, in the world we live in, there are so many things that you and I, we have no control over. However, you can take control of your retirement portfolio. You need to know the amount of risk you have, and you need to know the amount of risk you should have based on your current circumstances. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 for our core retirement analysis. And with that, we got Dave coming up next. I have 0.7 light FM. I'm wearing my sunglasses at night. It's good. I got a new pair, too. That's Corey Hart. We're at 840. 20 before 9. Time to check in on your money and find out how Wall Street has treated you over the weekend on Friday and uh, upcoming for today. It's Monday, so it's reasonably quiet. Actually, Philip Statler and I would both term this Monday as being especially boring. Let's see if we can make it exciting. Philip, good morning. He's on the phone. How are you today? Hey, good morning, David. Doing well, but like you said, I couldn't have said any better. There is uh, nothing really in terms of macro um, things to talk about or even earnings right now. I mean, there's no household names reporting. Uh, even this afternoon, I, I didn't look to see that there were anything really reporting. So it's going to be a slow, slow news day today. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, too, because I would expect on a busy week like this, I would have expected at the very least some in-day market reports out because the week really picks up in activity. I mean, this is a heavy retail week. we got Target, Home Depot, Walmart, Macy's, TJX, BJ's Wholesale all coming out this week, and then we got the, the October CPI report out of the federal government tomorrow. I mean, we're going to have a lot to talk about as the week progresses, but... Then on Monday, everybody just decided to sleep in. Must be a hangover from Veterans Day, huh? I guess. I mean, my well, one of my tips, she's actually just hit. I'm just scrolling through to see if there's anything that uh, looks exciting or actually did come out. But I, there's uh -huh. not much even here. All I've got is just some guidance out of Tyson that says they're showing weak sales outlook, and that's about the extent of it. So they're saying people are eating less meat means we're going to live longer, which means we're going to have more boring days. Uh, yes, uh, Friday was an absolute party, and you and I were kind of noodling it through as to what caused it. Dow was up 391 points, Standard & Poor's up 68, the NASDAQ was up over 2%, up 277 points, and neither one of us could really figure out why we had such a party on Friday outside of bargain hunting after a few crummy days beforehand. Yeah, I just, uh, it's, it's hard to really say. It's, I don't, I mean, I'm looking at the weekly numbers and everything seemed to end up the week on a positive note. Um, the, the Dow Jones was the least, at, uh, I think it was up about a half a percent uh, for the week. The S&P 500 was up 1.1% and the NASDAQ 100 was up, uh, looked like 2.3% for the week. And all of the NASDAQ gate off of that was off of Friday, for all intents and purposes, up a full two-plus percent on Friday. Uh, the only thing that came out on Friday of any value was not necessarily good news. The consumer confidence reading fell for the fourth straight month at 10 o'clock when that number came out. Uh, the indexes dipped off for about a half an hour, not by very much, and then just started climbing all over again. I, 
I've got to be with you on this and say we're just bargain hunting and nothing more than that. It seems to be the case, Dave. I mean, I even looked at interest rates this morning, and they're pretty much holding where they were last week, you know, the 30-year at four and three quarters. So um, nothing really on that on that front either. Which sometimes basically you just say there's a rhythm of the markets, and after a couple of off days, they got a good one. You and I were talking before we went out about consumer spending. I came across a uh, – a figure while I was uh, going through the uh, news tip sheets and everything. Uh, New York's Federal Reserve Bank reported at the end of the week last week, get this, this is scary. Our credit card balances, this isn't total debt. This is just our credit card balances, those 29 and 30% credit cards. We hit a fresh high last month of $1.08 trillion. Take it. Take 29% interest on a number like that. that that that's got to make you kind of sit up and take notice, doesn't it? That's a big number, Dave. That's a big number. A lot of interest flowing through there, man. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, yeah, when, you, when you look at, you know, credit cards always tie their, tie their interest rates to where the bonds are. And, uh, well, the bonds are up, so interest rates are up. I was bemoaning a couple of months ago that, okay, my credit score is real good, and I've got a couple of quote-unquote premium credit cards. I'm now at... 29% carrying charges on the darn thing, and I've got a couple of airplane trips I took over the last couple of months, so I'm stretching them out for a bit. I don't like those interest payments one tiny little bit. No, it's not. It's, it's um, yeah, and it, it, at some point, Dave, that's got to catch up with the consumer. And, and you uh, kind of found a report that coming, but... Yeah, you found a report that indicates it maybe is a little bit last month? It could be. There is a new um, a new report coming out. It's a, a joint uh, tracker by the CNBC and the NFR, which is the National Retail Federation. Um, and they've come out with a retail monitor tracking, and it actually tracks the credit and debit card purchases. Um, mm -hmm. So they looked at October, and this is the first reading. So they, they looked at October versus September, and October was down overall, excluding autos and gas down by 0.08%. Um, not a big number, but it, it still, it's more the direction here than the amount that we're looking at. And you know, it's something that the Federal Reserve has been trying to do. The reason they're jerking our interest rates up is they want us to quit freaking spending so much money for a little while. Maybe they're finally having an impact on us, Joan, on Joe Sixpack Street, huh? Yeah, and let's just talk a little bit about, you know, we get the the retail sales numbers a lot of times from the Census Bureau retail sales report. And, mm -hmm. and that's just a survey of people. So it's not true data, data, evidently. And so um, this one is really, and that's why it gets adjusted, right? As the surveys come in, they adjust that number. And so this is basically transaction-based. They're looking at how many transactions, what the total dollars were, um, you know, they say in October is $500 billion in sales. That's hard dollars and cents in contrast to the government survey figures. Exactly. Kind of, kind of interesting. The, uh, the, the economists are saying, well, you got retail sales out later on this week, too. They're predicting a slight off-tick as well, expecting month over month to be down three-tenths of a percent in contrast to the increase we had last month. Maybe... Uh, Maybe we actually are slowing down just a little bit. Not necessarily at the good time of the year for the retailers, though. Well, that, that is true. I mean, we're we're coming into 
into the holiday season and they obviously want to see us uh, spending some money. Um, but it could also mean that we maybe get some better pricing this Christmas season than what we've seen in the past with some discounting. Well, heaven knows Walmart's got the database for it, given the size of their base, and they're already running Black Friday specials, so that might be the first indication they're seeing some softness, too. Well, that, that's true. I mean, everybody is, you know, even in the Walmarts, so we've seen reports, uh, people are buying groceries, they're buying less of them, and they're not picking up those, you know, in-cap items that they're trying to impulse buys. They're They're leaving those on the shelf. <laughs> and they keep rearranging the dang grocery department, too, people. I know it's good retailing, but I was in the store aisles with somebody the other day saying, why can't they just leave things alone? I said, it's because they want you to buy more junk. What do you want? Uh, another indication of the slowdown down the process, America's love for home remodeling is cooling off among the interest rates. Total spending on home improvement and repairs projected to drop 7.7% over the next four quarters. When we see Home Depot's guidance come out, that's going to be an interesting thing to watch later on this week, isn't it? It will. With other retailers coming out, that will definitely um, give us some indication of what they're seeing uh, come through their stores. Yeah, it's a measure of discretionary income, and it's not necessarily a good sign for the economy. But then again, if the Fed keeps seeing that, maybe they'll leave us alone next month as far as the interest rates are concerned. Uh, resetting the table, up day, big day on Friday for reasons we can best guess as being bargains, bargain hunting more than anything else. When you can't come up with a reason for a big up, sometimes that just assumes we're going to be off a little. 45 minutes before we open, what are we looking at, sir? Well, we got a lot of red ink this morning. It's not big red ink, but uh, it's still red ink. The, the Dow's down two-tenths, the S&P 500's down three-tenths, and the uh, NASDAQ 100's down a little more than three-tenths. So everything's definitely in the red territory. Silver Taking another beating today, down almost 1%, uh, getting almost below 22 It's at $22.07 an ounce right now. Uh, if it drops much more, it's going to go below $22. And then we've got uh, gold up a little over a tenth of a percent. Crude oil down almost two-tenths to $77.03 a barrel. I think that's a little higher than it was on Friday, though. Over the weekend, something bad must have, you know, something like that. Overseas markets, the uh, Asian rim, for the most part, responding to our Friday. They were mostly up, in some cases, over a full percent on the uh, close at 6 a.m. this morning. Europe is kind of looking at our futures, and they're going both directions. Completely missed ba mixed bag this morning. Uh, the bigger markets are generally up, so the overall European index is up by about half a percent. But I'm seeing a Duke's mixture of red and green ink across the European community halfway through their trading day. Uh, up, down, sideways, don't know for sure which way the market's going to go. That's not the way to plan a retirement. How do I get a hold of you to get a plan that will actually stick to be able to retire the way I want to, Philip? Absolutely, Dave. And that's why we developed our core retirement design, to help people control one of the few things they can, and that's risk. Uh, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning up to the minute right here on Light FM. You have a good day, sir. I'll catch you then. All right. Take care. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. You can't hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have